Hey y'all, um, it's Dolly. And I originally wasn't going to do this podcast episode, um, but I have had a lot of downtime to think through what worked and what didn't work in 2023. And I also had some time to reflect on my own goals for 2024, uh, because I love me some goal setting. And so I wanted to do this bonus episode with you all, my systems and workflow magic family and community. Um, no, to be honest, there's this is going to be totally raw and unedited. So you might hear Blaze screaming in the background, or you might hear like uh, somebody is working on the yard outside. One of our neighbors is working in the yard. You might hear that. So I'm sorry that I'm not sorry that this is totally unedited. Um, but I wanted to share just kind of like some end of, end of year thoughts and um, reflections as we go into 2024. And yeah, and I know for some of you, you have been OG listeners since the very beginning. So I hope this is an encouragement to you. All right. So let's just go into what worked in 2023, because I'm kind of like riffing at this point, And I'm going to try to stay as like on task as possible. All right. So as I reflect on this question with you guys out loud, like I do want to share several things. So 2023 was year five of owning my business full time. So I never thought I would ever want to run my own business. Like I didn't really grow up wanting to own my own business. That was too risky for me. Um, I always envisioned myself working for someone like because of the safety of a nine to five, you know, a job and insurance and benefits. But like, I am so grateful to this day. Like when I think back on 2020, 2018, like, yeah, there's some cringe moments, like, every human. Um, but getting pregnant with Blaze in 2018 was a obvious like change a trajectory for my life. Like that year, my husband and I got completely out of student loan debt. Like, let's just say it was my student loan debt. <laughs> we became debt free. Um, and then right after that, like a month later, I got pregnant with Blaze. And then when I told my boss that I was pregnant and I wanted to go part-time he decided to tell everyone that I wasn't coming back in the fall of 2018. Total different, like, I don't know, a scenario I was not expecting. Um, so I was essentially like, I, I was thrown into the fire of owning my business full time in 2018. And even though I really like it had always been a dream of mine to be a boss, I was terrified because I didn't know how to run my own business. So if you would have told me five years ago where I am today, I would probably scoff in your face because I couldn't fathom, first of all, owning my own business and being very tenacious about like the business. Um, so yeah, a lot has happened in five years, but we're just reflecting on, on this year, okay? I'm not gonna reflect on five years, but I will say like 2023 was... A big year for me. Um, 2023 also marked the year that I went into year three of doing a lot of education on the education side within my brand. Um, and to be completely transparent, it's taken me three long years from 2020 to 2023 to finally have some amount of income, not just from photography, but like 
make sure that my education matched my photography income. All right. Um, but like, let me also say, do I want to give up on photography? No. Like, I love photography so much. I'm still going to be a family photographer. I'm still going to be a branding photographer. But I really have been loving leaning into the education side of my business. And it's been a wonderful year to finally like have both sides match in income, if that makes sense. And also like it's helped me be more like picky with because I've been able to make income from education, I can now be picky about like photography sessions. And I'll like talk more about that. But I, that's why I just like want to lean heavily into like being very specific about times a year when I'm available and when I'm not available. And so it's been very fun to see that go grow from 2020 to 2023 and like it all come to fruition and it's still coming into fruition but I just have more clarity on like exactly what I want to offer right now so um as far okay so I shared that 2023 was like five years of owning my business full-time and then 2023 was also like this has been a good year of exposing to me like all of my different streams of income, like where my money is definitely coming from. And, and I'll go more into that. Um, but like the top three are from family photography, from branding photography, and then of course, from education, like the systems and workflow magic education. All right. And I have seen what helped me reach these goals. Like I looked at like overall like my 2023 marketing what I did what I didn't do and I I know that leaning into collaborations was key for me and like reaching not only those financial goals but those clarity goals of what I do what I want to do what I don't want to do I led my first paid bundle I led my first paid summit. Um I've lean I've been leaning more heavily into how to be strategic with launching and marketing together, like pairing launching with my different marketing strategies and how to do that through the year. I was very intentional about doing that in 2023. And I will say like, it was a lot of work, especially as a team of one, Um, but it was eye-opening work and it showed me how much like again, like it reiterated to me how much I love systems and workflows and how, how much I rely on them for my business. And that therefore that's how much I love. It influences how much I love teaching others about it. And also it showed me how much I love being intentional with marketing and strategies and how important it is to to lean into that even as a solo business owner and and to to not put yourself down as a solo business owner and just be like oh i'm just a little small business owner of one it doesn't really matter like no like you can still lean in and be intentional with your marketing and with your strategies and 
you you can st- still play hard. All right. And so that's what I learned for me. And I did stick to my goals for the most part in 2023 with incorporating bundles and summits and launching into the education side of my business and also um, incorporating more strategies and systems for the photography side of my business. And that impacted my bottom line. Like I want, like, if I'm going to preach about systems and workflows, like I like it, like I got to walk the walk and talk the talk. And so I have been like implementing everything that I teach and learning so much more. And it's been an eye-opening year. And it's really, again, it's impacted my bottom line financially. And so I am excited to go into 2024 continuing um, more systems and workflow education and apply it to myself, but also to continue to grow more into, I don't know, just like refine more of my business. And I'll, again, I'll go more into this soon. So I made a comment about how my bottom line has been impacted for 2023. And so I'm going to share like what investments were worked really well for me in 2023. Cause maybe like, and if you're listening in and you're like, I want to know what type of baby steps I need to take to like incorporate some investments to impact my bottom line. And so these were my investments. And so I'm hoping that you will like take one investment for yourself for 2024. All right. So for me for 2023 was hiring a bookkeeper. Now, like I will say my first ever hire for my business was in 2018 when I obviously went full-time in my business and I hired a CPA. And eventually by 2020, 2021, I hired another CPA who is my current CPA, Jackie. And she's been on the podcast before and she's been wonderful. But I also knew I needed to take the financial leap and hire a bookkeeper because like, even though I had systems and workflows down, like I like understood, I understand logically where all my money is coming from. I have a system set up for myself to like know how to track my spending habits, like yada, 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 how that all like impacts my business. But you know what I'm not good at? I'm not good at forecasting. I am not good at like looking at a one-year financial goal, three years, five years, and like see how it all plays out together. I'm not good at analyzing that. Like, yes, I I can analyze my current numbers and create systems, create workflows. Like I have templates that I use templates for that, but like I needed somebody to sit down with me and act as my guide who is actual, actually well-versed in um, being a finance, like a financial analyst, like, or like a bookkeeper, like they know their stuff. Okay. So my current bookkeeper, Anna Marie, actually reached out to me um, earlier in 2023 because she was emailing out her contacts and she was letting us know like, hey, by the way, I am pursuing more of a bookkeeping business on the side because she still has a full-time job. Like, I don't know how she does it, y'all, because she wanted to grow her clientele base. And she has been a photography client of mine for the past seven years. I think it was six or seven years, but yeah, anyways, it's been a long time because me and her used to work together. 
And then she still works at the university I used to work at. And she has hired me every single year to take her family photos. And we have a really good working relationship. So she just reached out to me to let me know, like, hey, like, this is what I'm working on on the side. Like, do you know of anybody who needs a bookkeeper? And so when I like knew in my gut, when I got that email from her, like I had to hire her because she is such a pleasant client and a human to interact with. And through the years, like she's um, very pleasant, um, very approachable. She like, I knew like instantly that she would dumb down bookkeeping for me, like help me understand it. And she makes things so easy for me to understand. Like, I just like knew in my gut, yes, you're going to hire her, even though that's a scary investment to make because it's an overhead every month. All right. Um, so ever since like I heard her like April and ever since that she has simplified my bookkeeping systems and workflows. And now I know exactly what my one-year goal is like financial goal, three-year goal is five-year financial goal, like realistically, thanks to her. Um, I, have said this again and again, and I'll continue to say this. She has been a godsend to me in my business. And literally every time I interact with her, I tell her how happy I am to have her on my team. All right. And um, like, let me be honest, before she came into my business, I did have a good grasp of money behind my business. Like I knew what I was making and where it was coming from. I knew what my main money makers were, but like, it's hard for me to project out for years. And it's hard for me to grasp that. Like, it's also hard for me to know how to price myself. Like, let's just say I did, I started photography in 2006, 2007 as a hobby. Okay. Cause it took me like 11 years to go full-time. Like I went full-time in 2018. So in 2006, 2007, I priced myself at $50, $50. And like, so every year since then, like just for photography, I would like slowly raise it. And I would assume nobody would hire me, but people kept on hiring me and hiring me and hiring me. And I thought I was at a place last year where I was like, oh, my pricing structure is great. Like this is, I'm getting my dream clients. Um, They're finding me on Google and SEO and I still have a good clientele word of mouth, but she came in and restructured everything. And I was terrified out of my mind and um people are still having me so maybe I should have had her come and restructure everything years ago but I didn't know like you know you live and you learn um and plus I am an avid people pleaser and I want people to work with me and I was constantly worried like oh if I raise my prices like nobody will want to work with me ever again and that's not true like you're gonna lose some clients who are in a certain like price bracket but overall like it's like it, it really comes down to relationships and so I am so happy of that Anna Marie like totally transformed my business so um she was by far the best hire of 2023 and now I'm like going into 2024 with better projections, not only for this year, but for the next five years or even the next 10 years, because she has like built out a system that works for me and my business. Um, because really, like, even though 
let me say, I, even though I had a really good grasp on the numbers, where the money was coming in from, what I was doing, I would randomly at the end, at the beginning of every year, would just randomly put up a goal of this is the year I make six figures. Like, but she like has helped me take a step back and she's helped me make a goal based on real data and real numbers. Um, and not just like, you know, that six figure elusive number that everybody tells you to aim for. Um, but it took me like, like I told you all, like I alluded to, I hired her out in April. And so it's taken me months and months. Like it's finally the end of December as I'm recording this. And it's taken me months to like wrap my head around like all of these projections, like how to make this possible, how to incorporate it with marketing, how to incorporate it with launching, how to like price myself. And like, we are constantly tweaking it every, like we have monthly meetings together or she sends me a monthly loom video and we tweak these goals together. And I also let her know what my overall future financial goals are as well. Um, so overall, I am so glad I heard her. Um, I, and between you and me, like speaking of that elusive six figure goal, like 2024 is not going to be a six figure year for me. I, as much as I want it to be realistically, it's not going to be that just based on where I am sitting right now. And if I like conservatively added 15 to 20% to what I made this year, it's not going to be six figures. And to say that, because I'm not aiming for like a goal, like I'm, I'm not giving myself enough credit. Like I'm still going to work my butt off to, to hit like a number that is like realistic based off of my numbers this year, like 15 to 20% of growth. All right. And I wouldn't have like, and that feels like a total relief. I'm like even breathing a sense of relief to me because I, again, I traditionally would always just set like, okay, this is the year I hit six figures without really analyzing my data and my numbers from the previous year. I would just be like, okay, I guess I have to just work harder. I have to do this. I have to do that. And like, it's a sense of relief. And one day I will, I think like based off of the projections in like two to three years, I can finally get to the elusive six figures. I know I can. Um, but like when looking back, when I was looking, working at my original job, before I went full-time in my business, I was only like, you guys, I was only getting paid 35,000 a year. And so where I am now in 2023 in comparison to where I was in 2018, I think I have made strides. And so I think I will continue. I know I will continue to make strides and it will not only impact my business, but it will impact my family. So I'm really proud of that. And so Anna Marie hiring her was a really good decision. Okay, moving on to another great hire for 2023 was hiring out a podcast um, production agency. So originally, I was doing most things on my own. I wanted to save as much money and overhead as possible um, because my overhead was eating a lot of my profits, all right? And it felt like I was sinking. Um, I When I originally started this podcast in fall of 2021, I had worked with another great podcast producer, but I had to let them go because of pricing on my end, um, just due to wanting me to be wise with my finances. And I wanted to do more DIY and it was hard 
to let go of that. Um, and I like, I let them know like, Hey, this is not you. It's me. It's me. It's me. Like it's just finances. So it was, I noticed right away, it was hard to do, especially working like only 20 hours a week with kids. And now I have kids. That was hard. So I bit the bullet and I hired Studio Pizza Productions and it was a wonderful working relationship with them. And I do want to say a caveat, if you're wondering, if you're listening in finally now, they did not edit this podcast episode because this is raw and unedited because this was a total last minute episode idea on my end. Um, So don't let the production quality of this episode put studio pizza productions and like have a bad taste because like they're amazing to work with. Um, and also like hiring them was not only a good time saving thing for me, a strategy for me, but it helps, it helps me focus more on growth. And like, because I knew I had to hire like podcast editing takes forever. <laughs> takes forever. Y'all. So I want to say thank you so much to Scott and Nana. I don't know if you all are listening, but thank you for putting up with me this past year. Another investment I am insanely proud of was a group coaching investment. And that was with Brenna McGowan, who is a launch strategist. And even though I already feel like I logically know a lot about launching and I teach others about launching, I wanted to up my launching game. And that's what Brenna, that's why I invested in Brenna's um, program. All right. And it was, it has been and continues to be a game changer for me because it just opened up my eyes more to launch related strategies and just more awareness that launching is very multifaceted. It's not a cut and dry thing. It's not a, here is a blueprint. This is all you need to do. Like it is seriously, like every launch is different. And one of the reasons why I invest in Brenda, well, several, one is because I have been watching her grow this program for, I don't even know how many, how long now, it seems like years, but, um, I've been admiring her from afar and I really wanted to invest in her. I wanted to learn from her. I really respect her a lot. I also wanted to invest in myself because I love teaching about launching. So I knew if I want to up my launching game and have more tools in my tool belt, not just for myself, but to teach others, and to teach future one-to-one clients. Cause I do this, like I, I work with um, small business owners, like on the systems and workflow side in a one-to-one capacity. And if they are wanting to launch like a digital product and it's just them, I help them map it out like for a digital product. Okay. When it comes to like what systems and workflows to put in place. So I knew I also wanted to learn more and how to like apply that to my clients, okay, when it comes to launching their digital products. So investing in Brenna was an amazing idea, and I'm still reaping the rewards from that. And I cannot wait to see like how I put practically in the place like for 2024 and beyond. All right, I have two more things that I'm insanely proud of that I like relieved that I invested in and I just have to share it with everyone. So I'm insanely proud of investing in Krista Miller's summit in a box program. Um, now like full disclosure, I, you know, me, I am a bundles girly through and through. Like I love building out my business with collaborations with bundles, um, all because of the power of email marketing, but 
I just love learning about summits specifically from Kristen Miller so much. Um, she like, she and I, like, I call her this, like, she's probably going to laugh, but she and I are like two birds of a feather. Like she's organized. She's on top of everything. Very knowledgeable about like what works with summits. Like, so she's strategic and very, very communicative. And I'm like, again, like, as I'm like, like talking this through, it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn, like, oh, I'm so organized. And I know you all, like, I have my moments, but this part of my personality, one of my strengths, I will say this, is being very organized. And I love helping other people see, like, how to run the back end of their business. And so I consider myself really organized and streamlined for my business. So when I invested in her program, she exceeded my expectations and went be above and beyond. Um, I've learned so much about summits from her and I've already incorporated so much of her own summer summit. I almost, I almost said summer summit strategies. And like, I have been incorporating them with my own marketing and launching strategies. And let me just say this, like, I don't believe that marketing and launching are a one size fits all. Like I believe it's different for every single business owner, for like whatever stage of life you might be in, whatever stage of business you might be in, but it's always good to learn. And for me, I want to learn new strategies. I want to learn well, like something to tweak for every single launch I do. Um, because like, I, I believe again in the power of data and just like tweaking one thing, one or two things each launch or trying something new, just and I, I love having a good tool belt, okay? A good tool belt of strategies. Um, plus, like, another bonus about Krista is she is just a wonderful human. And she loves she loves the Lord. She loves God. And I respect her for that. I respect that a lot. She is, like, a leader in the online space. And I just really respect her a lot. So if you are on the fence about Summit in a Box, I would say just jump off that fence and just purchase it from Krista. Okay, learn about Summits from Krista, all right? Okay, so the last investment of 2023 that I'm so happy I pulled the trigger on was investing in Stephanie Case Education. So I have been following Stephanie Case for for several years at this point, like I know we both started out as photographers. She leaned more heavily into wedding photography, but now she's solely an online business educator. Um, But I love her YouTube channel. I love her brand. I just like love her as a human. She's a wonderful person. I've never met her. I've only like known her online, but I like when I started leaning more into education myself three years ago, I decided to pitch myself to her to be like collab with her for different events. And she's always been so gracious to be a part of any bundles or summits that I've led. Um, so this year I was like, you know, I'm going to reach out and ask if she offers one-to-one -one coaching. Um, cause she is like, she's ahead of me and I really want to learn from her and know like, what steps should I be taking like to fit my business? Like, Cause I really like respect what she has to say. And so doing that one-to-one -one coaching session was a game changer for me as well. Um, because I 
want to resuscitate my YouTube channel. Like I've been, I started it. Oh, when did I start in 2020? Just for just like, cause I had nothing like, you know, we had nothing else to do at home and I wanted just to play around with it. But now I really want to use it solely as a content marketing strategy. Like I don't want to be a YouTuber. Okay. That works for some people. I I don't want that. Okay. I, I in my mind, I'm like gross. I don't want that. I want to bring people to my business through the content that I create. All right. Um, this is my podcast is content, um, audio content, but it's more nurturing for people who are like may find me from other business owners or from other podcast episodes, like interviews. This is a smaller community. And so I want to like have a broader strategy. And I know YouTube is really at the top of funnel for me. And I keep in mind, I still want to be a family photographer. So that's going to be a different marketing strategy for me. But YouTube is more of a strategy of bringing people to systems and workflow magic education. And I really want them to subscribe to the, this podcast, like from learning about like more systems and workflow education on YouTube. And then subscribe to the podcast to get to know me more. Like, again, I see, and I could be wrong about this, but I see podcasting as more of nurturing to like an audience, to a warmer audience and YouTube as content for a colder audience. All right. And so I'm trying to expand that more. And so I had, I have to lean in and learn from somebody who's really good at that. So that's why I invested in Stephanie. And now I, yeah, I, I'm just really excited to learn from her. I'm actually in her YouTube for business course. Um, she has great teaching style. Um, she is really good about teaching about this. Like she literally has a, a, a section about the workflows of YouTube. And I was like, this is, this is for me. This is speaking my love language. Um, and so it's definitely not a course geared. If you want to be a YouTuber, like don't it, it only take this course. If you're like, I want to know how to use it for my business. Uh, and so I've been loving learning how to use it. And it's been like slowly resuscitating. And so I think it's going to like, this is like one of my long-term goals for my business for sure to incorporate in 2024. So again, that was a great decision, just like investing in coaching package with Stephanie. So leaning into like what didn't work. Okay. I don't like being negative or putting anyone down because that is not my style. Like, yes, you all know I'm salty and sarcastic, but I do that in a funny way. It's like always in a nice, funny way and not in a degrading towards other people way. All right. So I did make some really bad financial decisions in 2023, but I'm not going to go deep into that because again, I don't want to shine a light on anyone in a negative way. And I honestly, I don't think they were trying to be bad. Like they just didn't follow through on expectations. And so like there was a certain group program I invested in. I thought I wanted to grow in a certain area of my business, but turns out it just wasn't a good fit for me. And um like I look back and I thought, what what about it wasn't good fit? And it just comes down to the I didn't like the feeling of being pressured to join the program 
like the sale, the selling structure just felt wrong to me. And it might work for other people, but for me, whenever I'm being challenged in like challenged to like buy something, I like proving people wrong. Like kind of think of hold my beer mentality, except I don't drink. So the best analogy in this is hold my chai. I'm going to prove you wrong. Um, and so in this case, the way the person sold the program to me felt icky because they challenged me in their selling structure and like, Hey, like the things they said, certain things they said to me, I was like, no, I'm going to prove them wrong that I can do this and be a mom and do this. And I should have taken a step back and assessed the situation and said, no, it's not for me and graciously passed and been humble and let them assume I wasn't a hard worker. It's just like, I had to prove that I was a hard worker and I didn't have to prove that because I know I'm a hard worker. Um, plus like the way it was sold to me, like telling me, Oh, my kids can just watch a movie. It won't hurt them during the group program. Like when we met, like that didn't feel well either that like, I just like pushed through a lot of red flags that didn't feel right for me. And again, this might feel okay for another person, but for me, there's just like some sales tactics I did not enjoy. And so that kind of like has influenced the way I buy like things and how I sell things now. And I know like, and I've talked about it with other business owners. I, I've asked them, like, am I in the wrong for feeling icky about this? Or how would you respond if somebody told you this? And so it, it, it was good to get their input. Like, they told me, like, some sales tactics and strategies, what happened to me was wrong. Um, and, and not in a mean, malicious way. It's just like, ooh, not the best. And so that has influenced the way I sell. And I don't want to be ashamed of selling because I, I run business. But at the same time, I have been known to tell people like, hey, don't buy from me because like if you feel pressured or obligated or if you know me and like you think I'm the only one, like I want you to do your research and I want you to feel really good about it. Even like a lower ticket item, like 97, I tell people like, do your research read through things. Like I want it to feel like a good fit for you. Otherwise, like you're going to be mad or like, you know, like hold something against me in some weird way. So, and I feel like I'm really good about communicating on all the levels, but so this was a good learning opportunity because I, I know my own limits. I know that I know that I'm a hard worker and people don't need to like sell me. Like if you don't buy this program, you'll never do this. Like I know I'll do things. Okay. It has to be on my time. It has to be like on the kid's time too. Um, and so I'm able to recognize like real pressure versus like people who are really trying to help me. Um, and again, if you are learning, like listening in, learning from me, like know this, I want to be a good educator. And sometimes it's like, Sometimes it's to the detriment of me because of all of my past bad experiences. I don't want people to feel like they wasted money with me. So I can like overextend myself too much and I'm still walking the line. I'm still learning in this area. Um, I just, it's hard because I want to be a people pleaser. I want everybody to be happy with me. But at the same time, from the lessons learned, 
I also, I don't want to be icky when I sell. And I certainly like at the same time, I want to continue to sell because it's a business. So it's just like this fine line. So anyways, I'm just, this is the lessons learned. All right. Okay. So I, again, didn't like made a few bad investments, but I learned, I mean, I think I made more good than bad and I'm happy about that. Um, so some like overall, like let's merge into the great things of 2023 outside of business, because a lot of great things happened for, for me outside of running my business. And one of the biggest things was having Jack, like that was life changing. Um, I didn't realize that my heart could expand so much in love for a child. Like I assumed (laughs) I'm an only child. Okay. I'm an only child and I could not fathom loving blaze more like somebody else more than blaze. Like if you had told me like two years ago, you're going to have another child. I would have been like, no, I'm not because I want Blaze to be an only child because I love him so much. I don't want to share any extra love away from him. And it's not true. Like I love both boys fiercely. I would like do anything for them. Um, I didn't, I enjoyed being a mom with Blaze, but now I enjoy being a mom with both boys. Yes. Like parenting is hard. It's a huge responsibility and a huge blessing at the same time. And I am a believer that God has granted me my kids for a very limited time. Like meaning they're his. All right. I'm, I'm sure I'll ruffle some feathers, but like, he's like, I need to be a good steward of these gifts from God because like God can give and God can take away. And I, I just need to continue to honor God. And so one of my jobs in life is to be a good steward of my gifts and my gifts currently are my kids. And sometimes I know I'm not a good steward, like not all the time. And, but 2023 has taught me a lot about stewardship. I guess that was my word. I don't, I don't know. Maybe it was one of my words of the year. I don't really like words of the year, but if I reflect back, that was definitely a big word. And I want to be more honoring to God of like what he is giving me, um, more honoring of the gifts than just like to please myself all the time. How does it pertain to me, 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 me? Cause we live in a very me centric society and parenting exposes so many ugly parts, like the selfish parts, the parts that are still immature, the parts that are still growing up, the parts that are not so great. All right. And I still need God to refine me to be a very godly mom to my boys so I can nurture them well so that they can come to know God so that they can be decent, (laughs) decent humans and walk with God. Like that is one of my primary goals. And I also want to be a good partner to my husband because my kids have only 18 years with me. All right. Lord willing, they'll have 18 years in the house and then they're off. I I want them to fly and be off and, and experience life. But my husband's not leaving in 18 years. He better not. He better stay with me. (laughs) And I want my relationship with him to last forever. Well, you know, as long as God allows it, like earthly wise. 
So yes, my business and my goals are important, but my marriage is more important. And that's why I am a believer in making sure to like batch out my time and be intentional with systems and workflows. Like they not only impact my business, but they also impact my relationships. All right. Um, so it, it, it's just, I, I guess like systems and workflows, like for me, it's like a deeper thing. Um, I don't really think that there is balance. There's ever going to be balance in life because every week is a crazy, crazy town with kids. Um, but I can still be intentional intentional and be intentional, intentional with the right people. And, uh, like that, and for me, that's my kids and that's my husband. Um, and I know I have put my husband on the back burner in the past. I've put God on the back burner. I put my health on the back burner. I have put blaze on the back back burner, like all for the sake of meeting some goal that somebody told me I needed to have online. All right. And 2022 going into 2023 kind of wrecked the heck out of me and exposed what was important through the birth of Jack. I'm not even kidding. It's very strange to me. And still, I feel like I'm still being recalibrated every single day. Like I'm still being reminded, this is what's important. This is what's important. This is what's important. But that's great thing about God. He's really merciful. He doesn't expect perfection. And if somebody is telling you that he expects you to be perfect, like this wrong narrative of God, he's very merciful. Um, So like overall, I just want to honor what God has given me and steward everything well. And I think Jack has taught me that. So weird. He, I don't even know if he's going to listen to this when he gets older. He'll probably be, I don't know if podcasting will be a thing when he gets older, but I hope he listens to this and both my sons know like how much they've impacted my life. So I am very happy with the way my business has grown, but I'm also happy to know that my family loves me and I have a family to love. Like that's why I'm growing my business is for my family, for their success. And so it's always recalibrating me to remind me about what's the focus in life. So moving forward to 2024, I'm go like, I'm still going to be very intentional about planning. Like I believe I was in 2023, but I want to make sure to set up more guardrails in 2024. Um, I'm definitely going to have strict guardrails up for the summer um, because this is Blaze's last summer before he goes to school, like kindergarten, but still before he goes to school. And so I'm trying to map out right now, like as an end of December, early January, I'm, I'm mapping out my marketing plans to make sure everything is batched out by May of 2024 so that I can have June, July, August. I don't want to say off, but I I will only have to work two hours a day during the summer months so that I'm not flustered in the summer and I can like truly enjoy like summer. And even though I love working, I don't like being flustered. And so 2022-2023 when I would batch things out it would save me so much time and so I want to do that again for the summer 
Um, I'm still planning on taking December off, um, which I did this year and I loved it. And just, I had to plan financially and I was still able to pay myself this month. Um, yeah. So I, I guess like, I kind of want to like make sure I have guardrails set up for four months for 2024. Um, and then I already know I've already mapped out like when some like primary key dates are like my anniversary and, um, birthdays and spring break and fall break and Thanksgiving and like uh, other birthdays. Oh, poor Jack. We need to like plan out better birthday for him for next year because his first birthday was this year. Like he was born two days after Christmas, which is fun for when you're little because you don't really remember much. But when he gets older, I want to be really intentional about, okay, here's Christmas. And then we're celebrating your birthday hard. Like it's not an afterthought because I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was totally an afterthought this year (laughs) for buddy but he's one he doesn't know so So he was happy with his like pancakes and used toys from big brother blaze he was like thrilled and so anyways I am like okay 2024 is gonna be better for Jack after I just shared how much Jack has shared changed my life too so Also in 2024, I'm also going to lean more into the power of relationships, like obviously like continue to steward my relationships well with my husband and sons, but also like nurture the relationships I have already in real life. Um, and even friends online. Um, and I'm already taking those steps like this month I'm being super intentional Um, how I'm doing that. Like, if you're wondering, what are you doing? Like, it's not that I'm going to go meet with people and have coffee dates. Cause that's impossible for me to be honest. Like I can't just like leave everything out and like be like, okay, I'm going to go have coffee with a friend. And well, what will my two boys do? <laughs> like, um, so instead what I'm doing is I have like, have no, I've intentionally mapped out notes to myself to like either send a text message to a friend or write a note, like literally snail mail or email, most likely snail mail, because getting encouragement through written form is very encouraging. So that's what I'm going to work on in 2024, like every single day. And somebody who reminded me to do that without even telling me to do this was one of my best friends. Um, She's my childhood best friend. Like we went to Oh, another big thing that happened in 2023 was my 20th high school reunion. Yes, I'm old. I'm not even like, yes. Okay. All right. Anyways, so I, me and her had like a girls weekend at our 20th reunion. Like we both have families. Like she has three boys. I have two boys. Um, But we had time just to catch up. Like, and it was great. And it just was so refreshing for both of us. Even she commented about how refreshing it was. And so it just reminded me, like, I want to continue to nurture these relationships, especially with my childhood friends. Like, yeah, like they know I love them, but they need to be reminded like how valued they are um, because life can get so busy. All right. Um, Okay. So Uh, like kind of like going back to the goals of 2024, like setting up 
these guardrails so I can take like specific time off in 2024. I was pretty good about that in 2023, but I'm going to really like hone in in 2024, continue to um, lean into those relationships that I shared with you, continue to grow out my family photography business. Um, I like still love family photography so much and I want to continue to nurture and grow that. I continue to offer bundles and summits for the systems and workflow magic brand. I have three planned out for 2024. So um, yeah, be watching out for that. Grow my YouTube channel to grow my business awareness, like brand awareness, not to become a YouTuber, but to just grow more awareness to my business grow this podcast. I know that is going to be a continual long-term goal of mine, but if this podcast has been helpful for you, I just want to ask, like, can you share it with a friend, a business friend, and also leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that can continue to grow? Um, and since I'm turning 40 this year, and going into 2024, I want to run a half marathon by December. Um, I grew up a runner, so it's not like, oh, has Dolly ever run before? Like, yes, I grew up running. I love running, but then having kids changes your body. <laughs> so, um, and I just want to get back into running again. So that is one of my goals. Um, grow my business. Like if we're going back to business goals, grow my business by 15 to 20%, because that was a realistic number based on my data. Um, a personal goal is to go to a new to me national park with just Thai. Um, I like, I want to edit this. Like, I love my sons so much. You all know this, but I just want to go somewhere and not have to stop every five feet and throw rocks because I have a son who's obsessed with rocks or stop every two seconds because somebody's throwing a fit about something because, you know, toddler life. So I love them. I love them. But I just want to go on a hike and not be interrupted. <laughs> um, goals, right? So that's kind of a goal for me for and go to someplace beautiful. Um, and then I have a big audacious goal. And I don't know if this will happen in 2024, just because I'm like, looking at all the dates, looking at travel schedules, looking at like, the calendar. And I don't know if this is gonna happen. But I would love to go to France with Ty and visit some World War Two sites because I'm I love World War II because I'm a depressing person. Um, if it's like a World War II book and it has a female lead and it's based on a true story, I'm all about it. Um, so I just I just want to visit some historical sites and see all these places that I've been reading about for the past decade because I started getting into World War II books in my 30s. And yeah, I... I don't know why. I wonder if something happened in my like family history on like cuz you I I don't know. Anyways, so and then I'm trying to think of anything else. And then to bring all these goals together, I for the past 3 years I've had my own business operations Trello board. Um and that has been helped me always stick to my goals like month quarterly 
monthly and weekly. And so I created, like, I just duplicated my 2023 one and made one for 2024. So I'm sticking, like, I'm opening it up daily and seeing what I need to work on the day, what's what I'm working on for the week and what my overall quarterly plan is. And so I decided to make a template version of that and it's in my shop. And so if you are interested in um, having a business operations board where you keep all your systems and workflows and like everything for your business in one place and your goals and just like everything and you want a good starting point, it's a Trello board, it's a template and the shop like the link is going to be in the notes of this bonus podcast. And you can also go to my shop as well online. And I think that's it. That's everything that I wanted to share with you. Like, I know this was on the longer end. Thank you for sticking with me. And like, again, like this is totally unedited and unscripted. And I just wanted to share like what worked well in 2023, what didn't, what's, some highlights were for me, what I learned. Um, stewardship was a big word of the year, apparently for me that I, I gleaned from talking out loud with you all. And um, I'm really, really excited about what 2024 holds um, for for myself and for the Systems and Workflow Magic podcast. Um, if you're tuning in weekly, you should know this, like I am currently in the middle of a launch period, speaking of launches, um, but this is all about teaching others about launching in the Systems and Workflow Magic bundle. So if you are wanting to learn about launching, but you're needing it at a, um, a smaller price point, like check out the bundle and you can learn from over 29 different contributors in all like different launching related sort resources. Because remember, launching is not a one size fits all thing. So I'm really excited for you to check that out. That's coming out in February, February 5th through February 10th um, is when that bundle opens up. But leading up to that, I am interviewing contributors. I'm sharing more resources, just everything. I'm trying to help you see like how to incorporate and fit launching into your overall marketing plan for 2024. And you can do it. You can do it even as a solo business center. Have a wonderful New Year's weekend, New Year's Eve weekend. Stay safe and stay streamlined. You amazing muggle you and I will talk to you later. Bye.